Hello and welcome to day 219 of the Orthodox Study Bible in One Year podcast. Today we'll be reading from Job chapters 14 and 15, the Proverbs of Solomon chapter 7 verses 7 through 12, and Romans chapter 8 verses 18 through 39. Let us begin with Job chapter 14. For mortal man born of woman is short-lived and full of wrath. He falls like a flower that blooms, and like a shadow he does not continue. Have you not taken account of him and brought him to judgment before you? For you, for who shall be pure from uncleanness? No one. Even if his life is but one day upon the earth, his months are numbered by you. You appointed a time for him, and he cannot exceed it. Depart from him that he may rest, and let him be pleased with his life as a hired laborer. For there is hope for a tree, even if it is cut down, that it will sprout again, and its tender shoots will not fail. For though its roots may grow old in the earth, and its stump may die in the rocky ground, yet at the scent of water it will bud and bring forth a crop like one newly planted. But a man who dies is utterly gone, and when a mortal has fallen, he is no more. For in time the sea is drawn down, and a river stops flowing, and the river bed dries up. So too, when man falls asleep in death, he will not rise, for the dead will not awake until heaven is dissolved. For would that you had kept me in the grave that you had hidden me until your wrath ceases and that you would appoint me a set time in which you would remember me for will man live again after he completes his course of life and dies i will wait until i arise then you will call and i will answer you but do not cast away the works of your hands for you have numbered my practices and not one of my sins will escape you You sealed up my lawlessness in a bag and marked if I transgressed unwillingly. Truly a mountain falls and crumbles in pieces and a rock wears out in its place. Water wears away stones and overflowing torrents wash away the soil of the earth and you destroy the duration of man. You push him to his end and he is gone. You set your face against him and send him away. If his children multiply themselves, he does not know it. And if they be few, he does not perceive it. But the muscles of his body feel pain and his soul grieves. Job chapter 15. Then Eliphaz the Temanite answered and said, Will a wise man give as an answer of a breath of understanding, and does he satisfy the pain in his belly, arguing with sayings which are not necessary, and which, and with words wherein is no profit? Have you not moreover cast off fear and accomplished such words before the Lord? You are guilty because of the words of your mouth, nor have you discerned the words of the mighty. May your mouth convict you. And not I, for your lips will testify against you. What, are you the first man who was born? Or were you made before the beaches? Have you heard the doctrine of the Lord, and has wisdom come only to you? What do you know that we do not? What do you understand that we do not also? Both the aged and the very old are among us, much older than your father." You have been punished for only a few of your sins. You have spoken haughtily and exceedingly. Why has your heart dared, or what are your eyes set on? That you have vented your anger before the Lord and brought forth such words from your mouth? For who is the mortal that shall be blameless, or who is born of a woman that shall be righteous, since he does not trust his saints, and heaven is not pure in his sight? 
Alas, then, detestable and unclean is a man who drinks wrongdoings like water. But I will tell you, listen to me, I will tell you what I have now seen, what wise men say, they did not hide anything received from their fathers. To them alone the earth was given, and no stranger came upon them. All the life of an ungodly man is spent in anxiety, and the years granted an oppressor are numbered. Fear is in his ears, and when he at last seems to be at peace, his destruction comes. Let him not believe he will return from darkness, for he has already been given over to the power of the sword. He has been appointed to be food for vultures, and he knows in himself that he lives in a dead body and a dark day will carry him away like a whirlwind. Trouble and anguish will come upon him, and like a general he will fall in the first rank. For he lifted his hands against the Lord and acted defiantly against the Almighty Lord. He ran in his sight with insolence, with the thickness of his wide shield. For he covered his face with his fat and put a collar upon his thighs. May he lodge in deserted cities and enter uninhabited houses, and what they prepared others will carry away. Let him not grow rich, nor let his possessions remain. Let him not cast a shadow upon the earth, neither let him escape the darkness. Let the wind wither his blossom, and let his flower flaw and let his flower fall off. Let him not believe he will endure, for fertility will be his reward. His harvest will perish before its gathering, and his branch will not flourish. May he be gathered prematurely like unripe grapes, and may he fall off like the blossom of an olive tree. For death is the witness of the ungodly man, and fire will burn the houses of those who take bribes. So he will conceive sorrows, his end will be vain, and his belly shall bear deceit." Proverbs of Solomon, chapter 7, verse 7. For she looks from a window of her house into the streets upon whom she might see among the, the undiscerning children. A young man lacking discernment passing nearby, passing by near the corner on the pathways of her house. And she speaks in the darkness at evening when there is silence on a dark night. And the woman meets him, having the appearance of a prostitute. She makes the heart of young, man young men throb. She is excited and debauched, and her feet do not rest at home. For at times she is outside roaming about, and another time she is in the streets near every corner laying a trap. Romans chapter 8 verse 18 For I consider that the sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory which shall be revealed in us. For the earnest expectation of the creation eagerly waits for the revealing of the sons of God. For the creation was subjected to fertility not willingly, but because of him who subjected it in hope, because the creation itself also will be delivered from the bondage of corruption into the glorious liberty of the children of God. For we know that the whole creation groans and labors with birth pangs together until now. Not only that, but we also who have the first fruits of the Spirit, even we ourselves groan within ourselves, eagerly waiting for the adoption, the redemption of our body. For we were saved in this hope, but hope that is not but hope that is seen is not hope. For why does one still hope for what he sees? 
But if we hope for what we do not see, we eagerly wait for it with perseverance. Likewise, the Spirit also helps in our weaknesses, for we do not know what we should pray for as we ought. But the Spirit himself makes intercessions for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. Now, he who searches the hearts knows what the mind of the Spirit is, because he makes intercessions for the saints according to the will of God. And we know that all things work together for good to those who love God, to those who are the called according to his purpose, for whom he foreknew, he also predestined to be conformed to the image of his Son, that he might be the firstborn among many brethren. Moreover, whom he predestined, these he also called. Whom he called, these he also justified. And whom he justified, these he also glorified. What then shall we say to these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? He he who did not spare his own son, but delivered him up for all, for us all, how shall he not with himself also freely give us all things. Who shall bring a charge against God's elect? It is God who justifies. Who is he who condemns? It is Christ who died, and furthermore is also risen, who is even at the right hand of God, who also makes intercessions for us. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation or distress or persecution, or famine, or nakedness, or peril, or sword. As it is written, for your sake we are killed all day long. We are accounted as sheep for the slaughter. Yet in all these things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am persuaded that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other created thing shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus, our Lord. Thank you for joining me on day 219 of the Orthodox Study Bible in One Year podcast. Tune in next time for day 220.